Welcome to the Lingolstown Life Podcast. This summer, we've been getting to know the different members of our staff here at the church, and on today's episode, I interviewed Sarah Axtman, who's our Minister of Discipleship for Children and Youth. So join me in getting to know Sarah and hearing about her ministry to the youth at Lingolstown Life. the Lingolstown Life Podcast, where our community seeks to love God and love others. Here you'll find timely teachings, important conversations, and encouraging devotionals to improve your life and help you deepen your faith. Sarah, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me and to help us to get to know you and your ministry. Well, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Of course. So first, let's start off. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, sure, Kendall. No problem. I'm a native born South Dakotan. Uh, Both my husband and I grew up there. So we found our way to central Pennsylvania through a variety of job changes. And it's been a real pleasure. Um, We we miss the Midwest simply because we have so much family back there. But we really, really um, grown to love this part of the world. And we love it, especially because we've raised three kids. Uh, we will be married 28 years in August. And, um, yeah. So we've had quite a, a life adventure together and it's been great. So our three boys are now high school and college aged and they were raised here at the church. We've been at this church for about 20, oh my gosh, 22 years. And on August 1st will be my 11th year in ministry. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know, as the uh, Minister of Discipleship for Children and Youth, which is a really long title, but I hold the umbrella over zero to 18. That's basically what that means. So, Gotcha. And so how did you become involved at Lingolstown Life and what led you to this career? Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, a career I did not anticipate in ministry, to be honest with you. I, I mean, I grew up in the church. Um, my family was always active at church, so it was not... Um, a concept that was new to me and I felt like that's something I always was drawn to and called to do so I volunteered in a a lot of capacities um, as a new member here as a new disciple here at Lingostown Life taught taught a lot of different ages of Sunday school I was on you know staff parish um, you know helped lead a VBS one summer I was on a visioning team um, when we were um, doing some additions to the church so this position was created out of a need for something new and interestingly I was supposed to be on the interviewing committee and about a week prior to that date I just could not ignore this 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 I mean it was literally I think God was tapping me on the shoulder and I kept trying to shove it away and shove it away I'm like no 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 that is not but I, I finally accepted that I was supposed to have the experience of interviewing. And lo and behold, they offered me the position and I was slightly terrified mm-hmm. um, throughout the whole thing <laughs> because I'd never done anything beyond sort of a volunteer capacity, service capacity at a church. But it's been a, a, it's been a humbling and beautiful experience for sure. And I've learned so, so much and continue to learn on that journey. So that's sort of how I became a staffer and um, it's been wonderful. It's been wonderful. And it must have been fun too, to be part of that children and youth ministry while your kids were going through. Yes, absolutely. They all three are graduates of our Christian nursery school here. So that was a real pleasure 
to um, get to sort of leap in the ministry after um, my last one um, left the hallowed halls of LCNS <laughs> and going to kindergarten when this position was created and opened up. So here I was driving back to the church where I thought I would, you know, wouldn't be coming every day anymore. Um, but yes, getting to be part of understanding the discipleship pathway for kids and youth through the eyes of not only being on a staff, but as a parent was, I think, insightful and helped me a lot. It's helped me a lot along the way. And you guys have gotten to do a lot of fun things. Do you have like a favorite youth <laughs> type event that you enjoy doing? Oh my goodness. Um, well, first of all, the families here at Lincoln Life are so supportive and have been just so much fun. I've had so many mentors, um, parents who, you know, had teens when mine were younger um, and who I watched and learned from and just so, oh, so much too. Um, so I think perhaps a highlight of the summer has been for the last 10 plus years for me, but like 20 plus years for the church has always been taking a crew up to creation festival. Mm -hmm. That's just it, literally every summer I say it couldn't get better than last year. And, and it always seems to get better and better. Sadly, the last two years due to our, you know, COVID situation, they've not been able to hold the festival. So we look forward to returning to that as do the kids. Um, it's just a really unique, fun outdoor concert, camping, you know, hiking experience. And I'd never really done anything like that personally. So for me, I was like a kid in a candy store. I was just, oh, I loved it. It was so great. So I feel like sometimes I'm reliving my own youth doing these things, you know, yeah. battle ball, battle ball tournaments, you know, who they're, they're paying me to throw balls at kids. I mean, this is so much fun, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I invite the parents to come. They're like, thank you so much. And, you know, children's ministry as well. We've had a lot of fun sort of recreating our summer experience for, for kids through our life camp. And that's been a lot of work, but it's also been very rewarding. Um, and I, and I like um, that we sort of work together as one unit and we will often bring the younger kids and the older kids together, even on Sunday morning and try to give them sort of intergenerational experiences to create sort of mentorships um, so that they're not strangers to one another. You know, the, the youth were once kids and I remind them of that all the time, especially when quote unquote annoying siblings join the pack. I'm like, Hey, <laughs> you were, the, you were 12 you were. Once. <laughs> so it's been a joy. It has. Aww. Well, tell us about the relationship that you've developed with God over the years and what it means to you to be part of ministry. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think I declared, you know, myself a Christian in about eighth grade. I remember understanding. I remember just, I did have an aha moment. It wasn't thunder and lightning. And I think at the time, and in retrospect, I realized that's when I understood what it meant to live in such a way that, you know, centers around your faith. Um, and it was important and it, it really did, I think, change the trajectory trajectory of my life. I didn't go into ministry professionally. Um, I actually went to undergrad and then law school. So I have a very strange pathway. Yeah. Um, but, but, but I've always, um, I've always returned to my faith. It's been obviously an ongoing thing. It's, it's something that grows with you as you, as you grow older and as your life changes, as you face the new challenges and the new successes and some of your failures I can't imagine where I would be through my relationship with God it's got me through some really rough patches and um, grown together with my husband 
over the years we've you know experienced a lot together we've moved four times in 30 years and you know raising kids and you know ups and downs of uh, corporate america all that good stuff and um you know we've come through pretty unscathed and i and i owe a lot of that to my relationship with god and i'm so so grateful for it so i i always remember i, I always remember when i was growing up those two or three adults in my life where I could look to as examples, they just lived their life a little bit differently mm. than others. And it wasn't something they, you know, wore as a bumper sticker or anything. It was just a choice that they made. And that's really what I try to do. I am who I am. I am not different on Sunday morning than I am on Monday morning or Saturday night. I am who I am. I've never, ever tried to be different because I'm a Christian. You know, I am who I am. Warts and all. Yeah, <laughs> so, authenticity. Yeah. I think that's why I enjoy working with young people to, to be as authentic as I can and to make things relevant to them. It's really important, especially in this day and age, because they're so smart. <laughs> they're so smart and they're so in touch with things. They're so connected in ways that we never were. Um, even you, that's true. You know, uh, when you were a teen, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy the the atmosphere out there now. So I know, I feel like I'm at the point where I can start saying, you know, times have changed <laughs> right it's true. change fast though they change fast they really do. they do well I know we my husband and Dave and I when we first came to the church the very first Sunday we came was a promotion Sunday which is of course when the kids move on to the next grade and we were just like so impressed by the scale and like just everything that was going on here for the youth. And that was one of the, the selling points for us when we decided to come here. So I like you, you do an incredible job, Sarah. Oh my goodness. I don't do it. There's so many people in ministry that we work shoulder to shoulder. I mean, I, I'm steering the ship, but there's just wonderful servants in ministry here. So thank you for that. And I would pass that on to everybody who's ever been in ministry mm. um, over the years. And it's um, like I said, it's a, it's, it's a joy. It's a challenge, but, um, people like you understand how important that is, uh, to be involved in the life of a child, um, in any way that you can. So we're very fortunate to have those kinds of folks here that recognize that. Yeah. So on that note, what are some things that you're working on right now? What's on the horizon for ministry? Oh my goodness. Well, it's an interesting time to be in ministry as you know, right? Um, you know, the, the horizon is, is exciting. What's on the next, um, the next chapter in just any church across America, I think is yet to be written. So there's opportunities for creativity and for growth. And I'm actually just sort of in a creative phase right now. I'm trying, I'm praying a lot. I'm reading a lot. I'm trying to share with other folks in my position or similar positions just to see you know, what they're feeling. Um, uh, even in our recent staff meeting, you know, we talked about when we quote unquote return to normal, the new normal is not, is not what it was prior to COVID. So what that's going to look like and feel like, and how that will serve people is yet to be known. So pastor George and I, and my teaching teams were trying to sort of creatively approach Paul, um, so I would just, you know, holler out there to those of you with um, families or those of you who um, 
have ideas for ministry when it when it touches whole families, children, youth. Don't be shy about coming forth and giving me a holler. I would love to hear how your heart has changed over the last 15, 16 months and what you believe is relevant and important. That is how I could best serve this church and best serve the families. Um, we will definitely have a framework for for a Sunday morning um, return. We've slowly started that this summer with class on the green for our kids zone. And we've opened up our preschool and our um, childcare uh, spaces on Sunday morning. And it's going very, very well, even with the modifications that we've had. And people are slowly returning, which is exciting. So I'm just looking forward to just trying to discern what God has in store for us, looking at things a little bit differently. The youth program, I think, um, was able to maintain itself somewhat through when I say youth, I mean teenagers um, through COVID and they're anxious to sort of get back to something they can rely on weekly. Right. So all those things are still in the mix. They're, they're on the drawing board. I'm meeting with leaders. I'm meeting with teachers. We're sharing ideas. So you know what? Check back in with us come September and, and hopefully we'll, we'll have some more concrete information for you. Yeah, well, it's always evolving, but how can people get involved? Oh my goodness. I I'm wide open. I, you know, S accidentally goes down life or you can call my cell. Um, all that information is available um, on our website, but also you can just give the church a holler and I will always call you back. If you can't reach me that way, I will always get back to you. Um, I love to sit down and have coffee with people or take someone out for lunch or talk to you over the phone. And if you're interested in serving a ministry, we absolutely would welcome you. You know, there's some processes and procedures that we would do just for you know standard safety but that's so standard anymore it's not that big of a deal and I could talk to you about what's in your heart mm -hmm. and maybe where our biggest needs are and see if we can connect the dots and make something happen for you the kids here are really wonderful I think my faith has grown uh, exponentially being in a position working alongside children um, you really learn a lot about where your strength and weaknesses lie and you really learn about um you know just the simple pleasures of finding jesus in your life and you're reminded of that and that is a beautiful thing so i would really encourage anybody listening to this podcast to think about it this could be a whole new chapter for you as well and a great way to return to ministry to return to church um just jumping right in there it would be fun and you would be well supported i promise you that uh, and appreciate it. <laughs> and it does, it's not like it's an every Sunday commitment. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. We could work with you. We, we like working in teams so that, um, um, you know, you're, you're not committed 52 weeks out of the year. That's too much. And that's not realistic. So we, we have modified sort of our, our teaching, um, levels to be, you know, two to three, um, person teams, um, so there's lots of different ways we could format that to work for you. Great. Well, Sarah, thank you for sharing all of this. All, all Absolutely. Of things. Um, I, I want to switch gears a little bit because I think it's always fun to just hear some silly things about uh, the people in our staff. <laughs> so I have a few rapid fire questions that are just for fun. Okay. <laughs> um, this one's fun for me because I love to eat. Uh, what's your favorite snack food? Oh my goodness. You know, a good hot bowl of popcorn is always a winner at our house, but I'm, I'm, I love guacamole and chips. Yes. I mean, fresh made guacamole. You just can't beat it. I, I must say that's my favorite snack. 
not something you have every night you know the popcorn is an easy go-to but guacamole and chips oh any day <laughs> do you like butter popcorn or kettle corn with the sweet and salty I I kind of like like lightly buttered if any butter just some salt yeah I don't dislike kettle corn yeah that's always good but like you know the quick quick microwave with light butter that's usually what we do yeah <laughs> on a Saturday morning where can we find you Saturday morning. Ooh, gosh. Well, we raised three boys. So I must say we've usually spent our Saturdays on the go. Mm -hmm. Lots of activities, sports, soccer, baseball, swimming, you name it. Um, there wasn't a sport and we loved every minute of that as parents and our children genuinely wanted to do that, which made it really joyful to get to watch them and help them do things that they love to do. Um, and that's slowing down a little bit as our kids have gotten older. So Saturday morning, um, usually I will just see what's going on around the house. We have a little garden um, and there's always a project or two around the house that I like to you know, tackle when I have the whole day ahead of me. So Great. So when you're not working on things around the house or out with your kids, what's one of your favorite hobbies that we might not know about? Oh, I love to go to auction sales. Oh, I love to go auction selling or flea marketing, or, um, I mean, I just, I love old things. I love vintage things. I love antiques. Right. So if I ever see like signs for something that piques my interest, I might be doing that on a Saturday morning just for fun or, um, for relaxation. I like to go on walks. We have, I have a wonderful group of friends in my neighborhood. We like to walk and talk, walk our dogs. Um, I've also been in a book club for like 20, over 20 years. So I, I, I'm a voracious reader. I love to read and um, I don't know, have a good cup of coffee and sit out on my patio. <laughs> How exciting is that, right? Yeah, that's, that's like the simple, wonderful pleasures right there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. If you could travel to one place right now, where would it be? I could travel to one place. Oh, this doesn't sound very exotic. I would love to take my whole family to Europe sometime That's and do that, you know, that European vacation. But if I, if I had to go someplace right now, I'd probably go to the Black Hills of South Dakota. We have a family cabin out there that we just simply don't get to enough just because of geography, but it's peaceful. And there's a stream that runs by it and deer that walk through the yard and it's gorgeous and relaxing. And that's where I would go. If I could just snap my fingers and be anywhere right now, that's where I would go. Mm, that sounds heavenly. <laughs> um, and what is bringing you joy or hope these days? Mm. Oh, you know, I find a lot of joy in, um, I think I have, I've had a renewed connection with a lot of friends. My, my family always brings me joy, of course, but, um, you know, COVID really um, allowed more time to reconnect with friends that I've known for years and years and years, but life just gets so busy. So that's been a source of joy for me is to really, I mean, I've reconnected with friends from college. I've reconnected with friends who live down the street. Um, so that's been a real source of joy and an unexpected way um and it's it's really been necessary i've you know there's been some ups and downs for me in the last year and i always just like god just had this way of 
working those things out for me so that I had that support system in place. Mm -hmm. And that's been a godsend, but a joy as well. So, yeah. Yeah. I love that. I'm with you there. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's a great way to, to wrap up. uh, Okay. Questions. Thank you again so much for just giving us a little more insight into who is Sarah, what's our children ministry and it's been fun chatting. It's been my pleasure, Kendall. You're so good at this and we so appreciate all that you've done. Um, not only with these podcasts, but with, with upgrading and updating our communication here, you've done a fantastic job. So thank you. Oh, thank you, Sarah. It's been my pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You have a great day. Okay. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Lingolstown Life podcast. If this message was meaningful to you, we hope that you'll leave a review and share it with others. If you want to know more about our church or would like to attend a service or community event, find out more at www.lingolstownlife.org. God bless you and may you go forth to love God and love others.